This episode is in partnership with Authority Magazine. Authority Magazine, a medium publication, is devoted to sharing in-depth and interesting interviews featuring people who are authorities in business, pop culture, wellness, social impact, and tech. Using interviews to draw out stories that are both empowering and actionable. Authority Magazine believes that good stories should feel beautiful to the mind, heart, and eyes. There is something noble and beautiful taking place in Cincinnati. And it's all happening at the Noble Barber and Beauty Salon. Because that's where Barber Vernon Jackson sets aside time to provide fun and fashionable haircuts to local kids with special needs. Vernon, welcome to Believe in People. Uh, Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Well, we're really excited because... You are a barber with a gift, and you give that gift away. I'm going to just jump right into this. In fact, you've called it the gifted event. What is that? So the gifted event is a, a program and a time that I, I come in on my days off, and now, which has now um, grown to do it um, on random Wednesdays uh, for Overflow, where I give free haircuts to children with um, different needs, um, whether it's um, they're on the autism spectrum, they have Down syndrome, um, spinal bifida, um, any challenges that, you know, where it may become more of a challenge for them to experience in, uh, in regular barbershops, I try to create the environment for them to get the, um, the experience that they deserve and the cut that they deserve. You know, um I can still remember as a child myself going to the barber shop, and of course, I had to sit on like a wooden plank in the chair in order to reach up and to get my hair cut. Uh, but I also remember that it was kind of a nervous affair for me. I mean, there was a little bit—I was a little bit scared because you know the 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 uh, razor makes noise, and there's a lot of men in there talking and everything. I mean, does that, is that kind of multiplied with some of these kids that you take care of? Do you have to sort of treat them a little differently? We're going to show that video, uh, a video of you with uh, a young boy in a couple of sex here, but how do you sort of interact? Well, here it comes now. Are we going to listen to this, Victor? Is is this what we want to do? (laughs) He's adorable. It still makes me laugh. So there's a part there where um, this little, what's his name, this little boy, by the way? His name is Ellison. So uh, there's a, there's a part there where Ellison goes stop right like that, right there. And so Ellison goes stop and you pull back and that's, I would assume that you're just taking his cue. You're cutting his hair, but you're, but you're attentive to him. How important is that? Yeah, so where and and, and and at this time, this was this was Ellison's second haircut. His first haircut was just as funny, honestly. Um, but before that, his mom, it was um, his mom would say like haircuts were one of the most like traumatic experiences that they had. And so at this time, you know, I like you know just kind of filling him out, 
I said, you know, Ellison, if you ever want to stop doing a haircut, just let me know. You ready to go? We do it. We, we keep it going. He said, and, he, and then next thing you know, I started cutting his hair, and he started, you know, you know, doing a stop and go thing. He then he turned it into a game, and you know, it, to your point, where um, yes, for a lot of children, the 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 Clippers can divide the vibration of it can be um, will, will make them hyper. They're already hypersensitive, but then the vibration and sound of it may may affect them differently. So what I do is I would sometimes turn the music up um, louder in the shop to help drown out the sound of the clippers. Um, and then when it's time for me to do maybe the edge up, the smaller clipper or the trimmer um, vibrates at a higher frequency. And so that, and then the way that it vibrates sometimes tickles them. So what I do is I sometimes, sometimes even keep the clippers on that would drown out the sound of the trimmers. So that way I can get a nice line by misdirection. Hmm. And Ver Vernon, where did this um, compassionate, so almost like child whisper come from? <laughs> so, uh, my family would tell you I've always had it. And, um, but it was, I started honing it probably in my early twenties. I volunteered at my, uh, my church and in the kids club section uh, in the one year olds. And I was, and they end up calling me the baby whisperer because whenever they have a challenge with a child, they will bring the child to me, whatever, whether it's in the one-year-olds group or two, sometimes even the infants. Um, I was able to like, you know, calm them down before we call. I, I was like the last resort before we called the parents <laughs> to come get their kids from the, uh, <laughs> from, uh, from the service. But it, what happened was, to be totally honest with you, when I started to look at children from a place of being human, from a place like this is their first time in like, especially at the one-year-old age, they're discovering life. And, and ones, I love ones, they're old enough to still be babied, but they're also old enough to start to transition to being more independent. And so I would really sometimes, I would pray with them, I pray over them, just welcome them here and talk to them and rub them and just meet them as spirit to spirit. And that's the, the approach that I take with doing the gifted event. I am very intentional about bringing, just seeing them as human beings, not with what they are going through, just human beings. Hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit about the gifted event then, because why did you start doing it? It's the third Monday of every month. Is that correct? Yep, third Monday and third Wednesday. And so, uh, how did you come across the idea to do that? So, I, so uh, I'm, a, I'm a time nut. I'm a time nut. And what happened was, I had a couple of families that, or a few families that would, you know, would book an appointment that was scheduled for like a 15 minute kids cut, but they would never specify that their child had different needs. And so it would take up so much of my time and have me running behind. And so where I like, well, what's the, and for a long time, I had to figure out what could I own? What, and, and, and what I mean by that is what can I commit to? And so I was like, you know, I'm off on Mondays and I'm very, I'm, oh, I'm very like, I hope my off day is precious. It was close to my heart. I said, I got, I, I got to come off one of my off days. I come in one of my off days. 
And so I picked the third Monday. And after a friend, I talked to her about the idea. She's like, you know, I, I want to go come in once a month and do a haircut for kids with special needs. She's like, Bernie, do it. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I'm playing a month out. And, you know, the first time I did it, had a, a few a few people come through. But when I was when I posted it, have people have two of my friends inbox me on Instagram and said, yo, Vern, like, can I sponsor a haircut? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Okay. And then after the second person, I shared it, like, yo, everybody, like, it's so beautiful that people are are, are rallying behind these kids that are they're, you know, they're sponsoring haircuts. And next thing you know, it just it, it became a thing of its own. People just wanted to send money to support me and to support the vision of it. And so, you know, I call it the gifted event. I didn't want to call it the special needs haircut event, right? I didn't want to do that. You know, and so gifted was a name that a term that has developed its own character as time progressed, which has become something that says like, yo, like to allocate a new term to describe these children, right? Even to the point that right now, parents and, and my followers are referring to the kids no matter what they are challenged with by calling them gifted. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I mean, even now, as I talk about it, I still, as I talk about it, I'm still like, I'm in awe of how it transforms, it has transformed a lot of people's hearts. Men who are softening up and how they parent how they, you know, me are being okay to hug their child more or their young boys and really the redefining of how we look at our young boys and how we look at uh, people with different needs. That's beautiful. And I love the idea of um, people having the opportunity to sponsor um, a haircut. I think that's amazing because it, it really solicits a community. You know, I think that's great. Um, Vernon, question for you. Um, where did your desire, if it was a desire, um, to become a barber and a cosmetologist, where did that come from? You know, I, I really didn't have, you know, a desire. It was one, I, mean, I, I was always, you know, you know, coming up, I was fascinated by barbers. You know, like, it was, I thought it was cool because the barbers in my when I came up, they were the coolest ones. They do what they want. You know, like some of them you know, dress real good. You know, like, it was a whole, it was a whole life. And, and, and persona that, you know, I, I learned about. But as I got older, I went to high school, up to Princeton High School. And uh, my cowboy instructor came to the school was like, hey, you know, you know, you know, they did a presentation. And I was just said, well, you, you might want to check out the program. I said, if I do anything, I'll, I'll go to barber school. You know, she's like, well, let's come and check this out. And, 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 and let's start there. I did a tour. And then I was like, you know what? This fits me, you know, because the, the, the school, the regular school um, schedule didn't fit my personality. It didn't fit me at all. And so going to a vocational school allowed me the opportunity to do to do part sitting down and studying and then part, you know, using my hands. So my attention span, it worked great. It worked great. And which actually goes into um, how I cut hair too. Because the kids and how they move, I'm able, it keeps my attention, so I'm able to move with them, I'm understanding what's happening. You know, so when the parents are like, oh, I'm sorry they are moving, like, no, don't worry about it, I got this, it's fine. Like, we're, we're, we're one in the same right here. You know, this is actually best for me. Well, it obviously from, from what we've just been discussing, you're a tremendous people person. You're also a compassionate person. So you're, you're and 
you connect with these people. So you are, I mean, you're serving, you're serving in more than one way, I guess is what I'm trying to say here. You're serving the public yeah. by providing a haircut, but you're also providing a lot more of a haircut. And that must, I mean, that must be a really warm feeling on the inside. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I just had a family that just, that just left and um, a child was on wheelchair bound. And, you know, he, she told me that, they told me that um, he's had 14 brain surgeries. He's seven years old and died when he was one. Um, a Caucasian family with an um, African-American child. And they love this boy. They love him so much. And he's fed, you know, he, he, he doesn't eat, um, but he, has, he still has personality. He's, he was so beautiful. And while I'm, you know, after the cut, you know, what, what a lot of parents do, and they drove from Dayton, it was like a 45 minute drive for them. They try to pay me, at least give me a tip. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, no, we, I gotta, I, I gotta give you something. Can I give you, they try to like put the money on my station. They try to, and I take it and I, and I put it in the child's lap or something like, no, like, like you all do so much and the, your haircut's already been funded. And this is an opportunity for you as much as you give to receive. Hmm. That's what give, that's as I've been doing it. You know, it's it's great for the child to be seen, but it's even it's even cooler for the parents to be seen. And so that's yeah. that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And Vernon, um, what have you learned from the the kids that um, have taken you into their trust? Um, I learned, you know, one one thing about love is is that you know, and because we all have love to give, we all have love that we that we. That we that we, we're overabundant of having, but we rarely get the opportunity and the, the, have the place to give it where it's received. And these kids have have taught me that that is true. That to really focus on aligning ourselves with people who understand our love, and who can receive our love, and can speak our love, and allow us to be human. In a place to grow in our in our own pace, not in theirs. And you know, I did a um, on my Instagram a couple of days ago from Gifted Monday. I interviewed a couple of kids that have been with me uh, the longest, the oldest ones, who are now starting, who are now starting on Gifted Monday, who are now coming to, uh, who are now start coming on a regular haircut day, and asked them what their experience was. And one of them, kid named Nathaniel, he said. Like I don't, I don't talk. Actually, when his, his experience was before with me, he said before I, I, you know, I sit in a haircut, I get my haircut. We wouldn't say anything, but we wouldn't talk. But with you, I talk. And he said I don't talk. And like in real life, I don't talk. And I'm like, okay. So how does that make you feel? He said it makes me feel good. I'm like, I said, what about it makes you feel good? He said because I can talk about what I like to talk about. And I like you, like you're the you're the best barber I've had. And I was like, <laughs> you know, in my in my head, that's what I was doing. On the outside, I said, Oh man, come here, man. Come here, bro. You know? But mm -hmm. I watched it yesterday. I ran on my floor on my break and I was just I had had some had some tears beat beat up, you know? The thing is, like, yeah, like I'm a I'm I I just know how to be around people, have a compassion and passion for human beings. Not only for people, 
like for the spirit, but for the but for the spirit of people. But I'm I'm just as much like in my in my shell. Like when I'm at home, I don't want to hear nothing. You know, I, I just want to relax and be in silence a lot of times. So I'm very I, I'm very intentional about creating the space for me to recharge. So um, Victor, who is the person behind the scenes here who makes this whole thing happen, um, also has a child with special needs. And I was just thinking, yes, the kid is probably kind of afraid for the first time when they come to the barber. But on the other hand, I'm pretty sure the parents are probably quite nervous about like, what's my kid going to do? Is it going to, is it going to work out okay? And I don't know yeah. if Victor wants to jump in here or not, but I mean, you said earlier, Victor, that you understand what's going on in these situations. Just ask you ask vernon a question or, or share well, one of your experiences yeah. oh, thank Go you ahead, kevin Dick. um vernon uh I, I would take my son to a barber shop or, or a hairdressing place and he would freak out so much so that the security in the mall would come by and make sure nothing was happening yes. um and so you gave some amazing tips um louder music but what else can you help um parents with because some kids will not walk into a barber shop there's too much distraction. There's too much stimulation. Um, yeah. You, you suggested loud music, which is fantastic. I never thought of that. But what else can parents do to make a haircutting experience a pleasurable one and also give the kid a good haircut? Well, so one of the things, like I have a friend in, in Houston. Her name is Angelica. She goes by Jelly. She does what I do. She goes to, um, to, the, to the family's houses to cut their hair. She's phenomenal. One thing she told me that was a good idea for her clients was, to download maybe a clipper app on your on your phone that uh, just to kind of play the buzzing sound, getting toy scissors or whatnot, um, practicing at home with the process, you know. And sometimes, you know, until you find someone that in, in the environment that can actually do it, it's okay. Like you just might have to just do a buzz cut. You just, just kind of get it out the way until further notice, right? And, and then but but don't, but I also tell you this. The spirit of a parent matters. Like, so when a parent is, is anxious and, and, you're, and you're nervous about what's going on, the child is going to feed off of it as well. So it's very important to be, to be still in your own heart and know, like, you know, instead of having an expectation of how your, your child, not saying it's you, but how your child should be, just like understand, like I know it's a scary. I know I get it, and just get, I can just get through it. You know, I know. It. When, I'm, when I'm doing the haircuts, when I'm, when I'm talking to the kids, like it's okay. I know, I know, I know. We gotta get through this. We're gonna get this. It's almost done. Mm -hmm. We're almost here, right? And so, you know, so my, you know, and sometimes I have to tell the parents, like who are getting frustrated, like oh, just sit still. Like no, they're fine. They're doing what they what they know how to do. I put it like this: if you're claustrophobic. If someone puts you in a box or in an elevator or in a tight closet and tell you to sit there, how are you going to respond? Right? You're going to you're going to you're going to go out your mind. And so you know where. Uh, but if you have someone who's who has a coaching spirit, who are, who's like, it's okay, I'm here with you. Give me a hug. You know that's everything. That's why I make sure I I greet kids where I you know I check the temperature with high fives, with fist bumps. And with hugs, yeah. Turn, turn off. Yeah, yeah. So, so my friends walked in. 
<laughs> that's great. You know? That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. so great. Hey, Vernon, um, I bet you yeah. were a really sensitive kid growing up. I mean, you because I'm hearing that you're an empath. Like, that's why you need to recharge. What was your upbringing yeah. like? Um, my upbringing coming up, it was, um, yeah, my mom was a single parent. She worked a lot. She was a single mother. And so, and our emotional relationship really wasn't um, established too much then. Because she had a, she, she had, when she was young, so she had to figure her, um, her own life out. Um, and so with that, I just really, I, I, so I guess part of it was, uh, was I just needed, I was looking for places to put, to find love and to give love. But I, along the line, I had to ask my, I had to tell myself, I'm not gonna drown by not having anywhere to give what I have to give. I'm not gonna drown in that. I'd rather figure out a way to really be able to share it in a healthy way. And so, um, so yeah, you know, probably, I guess the, the answer was like, by being void of it, I found a way to really give it. Yeah. So you are a barber. In many ways, you're a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've kind of done it all. And each week on this little program of ours, which we call Believe in People. We ask this same question of every guest that comes on each week. So we're going to ask you, and that is Vernon Jackson, or maybe Vernon L. Jackson, uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> Vernon, why do you believe in people? Why do I believe in people? Um, yes, sir. I believe in people because I believe in myself. I know, I know what, I know what it feels like and the result of having faith in myself and having people around me that encourage me at their capacity to do so. And so having that kind of faith and seeing the result leaves no room for me to question it. There you go. Yeah. There and I go. love that it's such an authentic uh, environment. You have somebody coming in. We don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I want to ask Vernon, you, we want to help support you. You have a GoFundMe. How yeah. can we help you? What do you, what do you need? So the GoFundMe is um, on, uh, on my link tree. If you're on my social media, it's in my bios. Um, you know, you can get a, a gifted shirt, you know, to the store, uh, but those are, are the best ways. Um, and really, you know, continue to support. And uh, sometimes I may make a post about needing some fidget spinners or, or toys or whatnot, you know. But, you know, I mean, right now, I, 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 that's, the, that's the, the encouragement, the apparel, uh, and that some people represent. It's, it's pretty cool to look at my store and my online store and see people buying the gifted shirts. Like, it's so... It's so cool, right? It's it's, it's really cool. It's a, uh, it's, it's 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 and watching as everyone's support at the capacity that they've been supporting, it's so it's it's so beautiful, it's so beautiful, and I I love being able to, to like the to to show. That's why I show the videos. I'm I'm trying to show people the best way that I can while I'm also experiencing. You know, so what's the website? Is it a gifted event? Uh, yeah, so so what's, what's cool is right now the website is actually being finished, and um, for the giving awesome. event for as it, as itself right now it's going through my regular haircut portal portal. 
Um, but that should be done hopefully within the next like four days at the at the latest. At the awesome. latest. If it's done sooner, I'll text you. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're here to help you. And um, Vernon, so grateful for your time. Uh, thank you for having me. Yo, thank you. It was a great, oh. great question. He has a good question. Inspirational. <laughs> We've just had an inspirational yeah, half are. an hour. And for that, we thank you. Now go do your haircut. I know, right? Yeah. I know. I know. We're seeing Vernon. <laughs> well, Kevin, wow. Vernon is such an inspiring human being, a sensitive, inspiring human being. And I'm, I just feel so um, fortunate to have met him. And the kids are really lucky to have somebody that's so compassionate and and so caring um, to their needs, which is amazing. And the fact that he learned so much from them too. So it's it's such a win win. And and uh, it was if such you a great want conversation. To, uh, if you want to check out some of these videos, go to noblebb.com um, and follow it along. You're going to see some really inspiring videos from what is obviously a very inspiring man um, because, you know, he is there to serve and he serves in so many ways uh, beyond giving an awesome haircut. And if, uh, again, as we say every week, if you want to meet another inspirational person, then subscribe to our podcast and join the ever-growing number of people who are subscribing. And of course, tune in next week for another edition of Believe in People and Believe in Yourself. Thanks for being here. Thanks, everyone. 